Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Happy Friday evening to all of you listening to the Good Neighbor News Talk 830 WCCO. It is Lake Show time for the next 90 minutes. Then at 730, I know it's an odd time for Timberwolves pregame to start, but it will. Cal Soderquist with the pregame. Wolves. And the L.A. Clippers at 8 o'clock right here on your radio home for Timberwolves basketball. Uh, News Talk 830 WCCO. I want to start the show tonight with, man, I'm so conflicted this evening. Okay. And I'm conflicted because, you know, how like whenever you're, you're on a diet or something, right? And you know that you really shouldn't be indulging in something, right? Because it might not be the best thing for you. But you're like, I know it's good. Like, I know it's good, right? When it's, when it's prepared, right, when it's done, it, when, it's, when it's on point, it's good. Well, I have that particular feeling right now with regards to this News story that came out yesterday about Carlos Correa. And the fact that he still does not have a deal done with the New York Mets. Which, that, that just, that's mind-blowing to me at this particular point. And it's mind-blowing because the deal was allegedly done with the San Francisco Giants. Then at the last second, the San Francisco Giants pumped the brakes, right? They pumped the brakes. So the Giants pumped the brakes. And then the quick, like, immediate pivot is New York Mets. Because in reality right now, what's going on with the Mets? Who aren't the Mets signing? The Mets are signing everybody. The Mets are spending money everywhere. The Mets are like Oprah. You get a contract. You get a contract. You get a contract. That's how the Mets are treating it right now when it comes to free agency. But hold on. The Mets have hit the pause on the Korea deal. So now this report comes out yesterday that there could be, because of the wait-and-see approach that the Mets have been taking, that there is another team 
that is talking to Correa's camp amid the Mets holdup. And it was being reported by John Heyman about this specific situation. John Heyman uh, for the New York Post reported Thursday night um, that Correa's camp had renewed contact with at least one team vying for the star shortstop services. And everybody is um, been saying that one of the teams is the Twins. Well, this is what Heyman wrote. Quote, but two weeks into the discussions, the unresolved issues have at least led Correa's agent, Scott Boers, to check in with other teams. The incumbent Twins were one of the teams in some contact with Boers. So I have a pretty, I've got questions here just about all of this. But I wonder if if you guys have a thought or an opinion on the Twins truly trying to pry away Carlos Correa from the New York Mets. Now, when you when I say pry away, I, I understand. It's, it's clear. Nothing is etched in stone there. So he's not technically a Met there the same way that he's not technically, he wasn't technically a San Francisco Giants. But how do Twins fans feel about that when they hear, you might have a chance? Because I get excited about it. But at the same time, like, I'm fighting the, well, what is truly wrong? Because when I look at it, there's several questions that I ask myself. And I'm, I'll ask you and lay it out there for you at 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Are you somebody that views this and in, in you're extra cautious and nervous since the, since the Giants said no deal and the Mets haven't signed off? I am nervous. But the, the thing about the nervousness regarding him is as much as I'm nervous about what it is that's so off or so wrong, I also have to fight what I just witnessed with my own eyes, what I just watched with my own eyes. In the second half of the season, did y'all think that Carlos Correa looked bad? He didn't look bad to me. He looked pretty good. So I have that the last thoughts about what he did as a player here versus the speculation in what may be going on with him health-wise, I'm battling that because I'm at target field and I'm watching the guy ball out. But there's something about the medicals that, mm, that, that people just aren't getting into, okay? Maybe that 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 ankle or whatever is just not just not it's not in good shape for a long term contract because I think that's playing into it too right the long term contract part. But the other question that I have is that it's not even let me take that back. It's not even really a question. It's something that we hear all the time. Okay, and I've heard this even when Korea signed to go to New York. And it seemed like the dream had died that he was going to come back to Minnesota. There are a lot of people that are out there that are in the camp that believes 
that he costs too much money. That they don't need to go ahead and go get Correa and bring him here and spend all that money on Correa. This is the one thing that I will say about that particular thought. If you think like that, I don't ever want to hear you say that the poll ads don't spend money. Because in this situation, if they're willing to spend whatever the money is, and I have no idea what the dollars look like, okay, in terms of where their threshold is for spending money on Carlos Correa or for whatever player. But if you say that, you can't say that and have that thought that they won't be willing to spend money, but then say, well, I don't want them to spend money on Carlos Correa because it doesn't mesh, it doesn't vibe. They're absolutely two different takes, and I don't understand it. But I'd love to get your reaction. Do you think that this should even be a thing? Do you want to entertain the thought of the Twins bringing back Korea 651-461-9226. Jonathan Lowe, he is here with me until 730. We got plenty of things to talk about in the remaining, what, a little bit over an hour left here of the Lake Show right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Carlos Correa is not a anybody's organization officially right now. We think that he'll get something done with the New York Mets. But we think that's all we we can say about that situation because there's not a done deal. Scott Boris is his agent, and you know Scott Boris wants his client to get paid. Because he wants to get paid. He always gets paid. San Francisco Giants, they said, nope, we're not doing this. We're backing out of this. Mets, they've hit the pause button. Are you extra cautious and nervous about Correa in his situation since the Giants said, nope, and the Mets haven't signed off? 651-461-9226. Should the Twins even be entertaining this about getting back into conversations about the possibility of him coming here? Or are you in the camp that says he costs too much money? And let me just state for the record, my take on that, on that, like, opinion. No, we shouldn't be thinking like that. Because 
I so many Minnesota Twins fans have been conditioned to have that negative attitude about, well, man, uh, we never spend money. <sighs> if if the poll ads go out and they spend money on Korea or they spend money on whoever, right? They spent money on Donaldson a few years ago, okay? Then you can't like then that 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 thought that you have. And I get it. It's not. A, it's not like the, there's a million guys that they spend a ton of cash on. But you get my point. That doesn't jive. All right. Let's start with Stan in Clear Lake. What's up, Stan? Yeah. Hi, Henry. It's Dan. Say, so called you here a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Luis Arise possibility of trade for pitching and stuff like this, and, and uh, we kind of talked yep. a little bit about Carlos. And I disagree with you, and specifically this. I'm not as enamored with Carlos Correa as you are. Yeah, the second half was all right, but the first half is when we needed him. We needed him there, and he wasn't. And it wasn't. He wasn't producing. And just because the Pollets have money to spend doesn't mean you throw good money at a bad situation. And that's what I'm thinking. This is a bad situation. Save the money, get pitching, because again, pitching won't win it for for you. But you can't win without pitching. So go chase pitching first. Let Carlos Correa go. Just my thoughts. Take care, bud. Thanks for the fo- thanks for the phone call from Stan in Clear Lake. I love it. He was clear with the take. He was concise with the take. And I don't disagree with anything that Stan said. Nothing. Nothing. And 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 to be clear, all right, to be clear, my take on this about Korea is pretty simple. Right now, without him. I can't say that I'm that I'm confident in the shortstop situation without him. Now, if Royce Lewis was healthy, which he's rehabbing the ACL, I'd feel totally different. We, th- to be honest with you, if Royce Lewis was healthy, we wouldn't even be having this conversation, and we all know that. Okay. Now, with regards to Correa in last season, yeah, um, he didn't have a fast start. I think some of it was being here. Um, in the expectations and the spotlight, and I know it sounds kind of weird using the spotlight of the Twin Cities or of Minnesota. Yeah, but you could tell that he wasn't, um, that he was trying to fit in and trying to find his way, and you know, it's Buxton's team and all of that stuff, whatever. So that to me played a part in it, but the whole money part of it, though, I'll slightly disagree with Stan from this perspective. I want us to spend money on everything. I want us to spend money on pitching. I don't want us to just spend money on hitters and position players. I want pitching too. So I'm with Stan. I want pitching. We need we we haven't had the type of top tier pitching like the best teams in the league. But just because I don't want us to be an organization that says we're just going to go and get top tier pitching and then we'll just roll, you know, with just the average guys out there that are that are playing, you know, the position players. Or to say we're just going to load up on position players and no, because you can't. I don't think you can necessarily win without a good blend and combination of both. Let's go to Mark in Minneapolis. What's up, Mark? Hey, Henry. Uh, nice to talk to you. I do agree with your take on Carlos. I'm pro Carlos Correa, but I also throw this in the mix. If this is not just a uh, PR ploy by Scott Boris, who's uh, a master at that kind of thing, and the Twins really are in the mix, it means, I think, to Carlos Correa in some way, shape, or form, the Twins have already shown him more loyalty than the Giants, Mets, 
I'll even say the Astros. Just my take, but I agree with where you're coming from. Hey, thanks for the phone call from Mark in Minneapolis. And I, I, you know what? I do think that Carlos Correa, number one, he said as much. And if you ask any media member that covered the team, he liked it here. He really did like his time here in Minnesota last year. Now, in terms of loyalty, I think the loyalty part only goes so far because when it comes down to the numbers, it's, it's about the numbers, right? He wants to get that that massive payday. But at the end of it, like, it's kind of hard to figure out, like, how far you want to take this with him. Like, how do you structure a deal where the the Twins – would, as much as they want to invest in Carlos Correa being a star-slash-superstar player here, that they're not on the hook for a guy that potentially, a few years going into the deal, being massively injured or massively hurt because that's the concern from everybody right now. J-Lo, how do you view this situation with Correa? Are you are you one of those that, that are looking at this in its entirety and saying, man, man it don't smell right. I, I don't want to be a part of this. Well, the fact that not just one but two teams have gone through two franchises who are, I don't necessarily want to say desperate, but they are very hungry to get talent back into the fold. And the New York Mets, hungrier than anybody, as like you said, they're, they're Oprah uh, worthy of giving out contracts and, and money. Uh, they could... I don't know if they could go on the subway and just throw a bunch of cash off to people and be more popular than they are with Mets fans and what they've done in in their off season. But the fact that they're not interested and willing to finalize the deal after San Francisco, who was in the hunt for Aaron Judge, they're looking for a big name player. They couldn't close the deal on this. It's it's. Something is amiss. And the other thing I wanted to bring into this, because I'm not I'm not big into this situation. I know it's out there, but you gotta look at Correa's situation where the twins offered him a contract that was more than one year, that was multiple years, with an out to get out after this past season, and he took it. He didn't even hesitate to say, Oh, I'm gonna take the second or the third years of those con of that contract. I'm just going to get out when I can get out and try to get my money. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's kind of reciprocal. Does Correa even want to come back here, even though the Twins took a slight risk on him going into last season? Got you. I got you. Yeah, especially in a free agent, uh, a free agency where there were other guys at the position that were getting paid to, which – which I understand, like, that makes sense. Like, if you start gauging and evaluating him versus other guys, it makes all the sense in the world. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We're going to get an update on weather from meteorologist Paul Douglas. But coming up next, many of you have heard about um, this documentary um, on Showtime about Minneapolis North football. And one of the faces, not, not one of the faces, the face of that program, and just a great citizen from the north side of Minneapolis. Charles Adams, Jr., former Minneapolis Police Department cop, as well as uh, the, the, the head football coach at Minneapolis North. He's going to join us to talk about the boys in blue. We do that next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Boys in Blue, a four-part documentary on Showtime, starts today. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing it uh, more than most. I'm a proud graduate of Minneapolis North High School. Uh, I'm proud to have grown up on the north side. So there's a special love that I have for being a polar. Uh, One of the big participants in this show um, is a good friend of mine, and he's a polar as well. Charles Adams, Jr., I know that many of you know who he is, the head coach at Minneapolis North and former Minneapolis Police Department officer. He joins us now to talk a little bit about Boys in Blue, and he joins us on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. First off, um, I'm so happy to have you on the show, Charles. How you been? H. Lake, <laughs> my, my, my polar pride brethren, NHS, hola, 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 polars in the house. <laughs> yes we are man yes we are man i'm glad that you're doing well and man the antis- the anticipation for this is uh is through the roof right now i've had so many people um at work talking about this um I, there's so many people in our state that want to watch this we'll be watching this on showtime so i'm looking forward to it i haven't seen um the first um episode yet but i will be all over it this weekend but let me start with this um how difficult was it to be in this documentary to to have your program to have your staff to have your student athletes and families be filmed and the reason why i ask it to start this off is because i want to give you a quote from director peter berg he said this in an interview quote it's always a challenge when you're asking people to allow you in particularly with all of the baggage going into this we weren't filming any old high school football program. It's a program that was still very much in the middle of a firestorm. And I spent a lot of time with Officer Charles Adams, who knew my work. He understood that we weren't going in there to make a gross political statement about what happened to Mr. Floyd. It became very challenging. So how difficult was it to, to, to kind of be in this documentary, especially in the times and all that we've been going through here in, in Minneapolis? I wouldn't say it was difficult. Um, you know, you always have reservations and, and you always kind of got to think of how things will turn out and what, you know, what people will see. But, you know, the advantage was they got the true genuine of with the North side and, and how these kids and how the coaches and how we go day-to-day business. Yeah, that's interesting because – you know, to, to piggyback off of that, you know, you're from a family of law enforcement officers. 
black police officers that are well respected in our community. Um, the relationship between citizens and police officers overall in the country needs to be developed into a more positive relationship like we've never seen before in this country. So to, to kind of you were kind of alluding to it there in your, your first answer. What perception or takeaway do you think that viewers will have or that you may want them to have after watching Boys in Blue, not just about police officers, but also about North Minneapolis? Well, it, it just shows that, you know, you know, just like you say, we are a product of the North side. But the, this documentary is going to show the, the police and community aspect of it. But no, letting people know that, it, you know, besides what's going on in, in this country, it never stopped, <laughs> you know, especially in our community. And we continue to go, you know, and continue to build the, the relationships with, you know, young people in our community. And then also the, the support for for law enforcement has is, is getting stronger within our community. Yeah. We're talking to uh, Charles Adams, Jr., Minneapolis North, head football coach um, and, and part of the Boys in Blue, this four-part documentary on Showtime uh, airing now. Uh, he's joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. Uh, one of the individuals that the series highlights is Deshaun Hill, Jr., uh, your quarterback who was tragically killed a year ago. Um, and, and, look, I, I – <laughs> I don't have to tell you, man, I know what it's like to lose a young person so full of life in a horrible, senseless way, uh, because I was friends with a name that you'll probably remember from many years ago. He was he was older than me. So so and I'm older than you. But Pedro Ramos, uh, a polar who was beaten and killed in, in 1988. He was a good friend of mine. And, and uh, my family is still close with this family. The, the series was still being filmed by Showtime, correct? At that time. Yeah, it was. It was. And yes. It, it really so, so, it, it it took that turn. It, t- it took a turn. Yeah, it took a turn so. towards this to, 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 because you ha- he's he's so much a part of that of of the story there in essence. Um, just just talk about the difficulty of that because um, the focus of a major production is happening with you and your program, and then you have to deal with the grief of losing Deshaun. Yeah, um, it's it's tough for anybody to deal with, you know. And like like I said before, originally, you know, it, this 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 was put together to you know to follow these kids throughout their journey, you know, you know specifically, you know, Deshaun, you know, as a sophomore, then his junior and senior year, and how that see how that plays off going on to college. Um, but you know, like I said, it, it, things took a tragic turn and. You know, just really just trying to hold things together, but then mm-hmm. being able to capture that as, you know, we all are suffering the tragedy together. You're not just us as players and coaches, but, you know, his family and, and people that are close to him as well. You know, for me, and I haven't even watched it yet, but I'm going to watch the entire thing, of course, right? Because it's it's a community that that I'm from, that I'm familiar with, that I'm that I'm raised out of. Uh, you as well. Um, we we both love you know Minneapolis. We both love Minnesota, and we both love the North Side. So for me, I know that even before watching it, that there's going to be a lot of emotions, right? Like I'm going I'm going to have some pride in me, man. When I when I when I watch Boys in Blue, I know I'm also going to be sad because of what happened with Deshaun and everything. My question to you is this. 
how have your how have your your players, um, the student athletes, how have they reacted to uh, Boys in Blue? Emotional, like it's very emotional for them. Um, they were able. We provided them the opportunity to actually just watch it together, you know, and and not see it on social media. And people responded to it, giving them opportunity to see them all together and let them, you know, show whatever emotion they wanted to show. And um, you know, a few of them called me and just, you know, couldn't say nothing but I love you, coach. You know. Thank you. Hmm. Um, you know, same thing with, you know, some of the coaches. And it just put a lot of things in perspective. Uh, and yeah. it, it, it just it brings back, obviously, the trauma of, of school we went through as a city. But, I mean, it gives us hope on how we can move forward. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this in closing. Um when I think about like young people in athletics, we always talk about pal, right? Like, like a lot of people talk about pal leagues and stuff as, as little kids and all that. But I think that, that one of the, the great things about Minneapolis North, um, and having you as, um, the head coach and your background in law enforcement, and not only your background, but your father, you know, your sister, just your entire family. I think that that's a unique thing, not only in Minneapolis, but just in this country with with the influence of having those that look like me, maybe think like me, that that have maybe I don't want to say a checkered past with law enforcement because I've never had any issues. But just in terms of like, you know, the relationship between um, inner city, you know, black folks and just not always trusting law enforcement versus the story of you and all of your support system and the police officers that are that are fighting every day to help these kids get better, to educate them, to, to assist them in any way and support them in any way. I think that that story in itself is something that many people all across this country is going to be looking at, not just in this moment, but for many years to come. What do you think? I, I absolutely agree with you. And like I say, that it shows, you know, the strong uh, commitment and, and the community involvement, but yeah, it, it shows that you know, like you said, we we never we never stop doing that, and uh, you you hit it right on the head, one hundred percent. Hey, before you know it, man, I'm gonna see you at Twins Fest. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, look, look. I look forward to it. Actually, it's my first one um, in in person. The last one was virtual that I was a part of, but uh, I'm excited. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, Charles, man, always a pleasure to have you on, and I'll see you in the next few weeks. All right, see you, Lake. It's always a pleasure, brother. All right, take care. That's Charles Adams, Jr., Minneapolis North head football coach, uh, former Minneapolis Police Department cop, uh, joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. I am looking forward to this this documentary, and I do want to expound a little bit more on why I'm going to to be so emotional but at the same time be so proud about it. We'll get to that next year on CCL. All right, thanks again to Charles Adams Jr. for being on the show, Boys in Blue. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, there's there's going to be so many emotions that will be flowing through me when I watch it just because of some of the things that I've talked about with Charles there last segment. The fact that I am a polar. I graduated from Minneapolis North High School. Um, grew up in North Minneapolis. Um, 
I know the Adams family well, you know, um, not just Charles himself, but his father, um, his uncle Tony. Um, he has a sister in law enforcement, just a great family. Um, well respected in law enforcement. Um, I know that I hadn't been to the school um, in a few years, but after Deshaun Hill here was was murdered and killed. I um I went to the school when they had their basketball game against Hopkins because that was the first time that the community was able to come together and there were a lot of um a lot of hearts, a lot of broken hearts, man. A lot of tears. Um the family attended. Um it was my first time being in the gym and I, I can't tell you how how many years. And since that day, I've been back to the school uh, multiple times to visit with um, the principal, meet some of the kids. Um, And I just I think that this hopefully this. This four part series will give some people some perspective on. Um on maybe some of the young people that have grown up or are growing up in my community right now. Um, I don't think that this, you can look at this four part series and say, this defines North Minneapolis or this defines Minneapolis. Um, because there's so many complexities to, to all the stuff that's going on in the world today. I think that this will be maybe a good snapshot, a good, um, introduction for people into, maybe things that some of the young people have to deal with, some of the things that are going on. Um, but it's not the it's, – I don't think anybody should ever look at it and think, like, this is the total picture. But the respect for law enforcement, for young people, I think that that's a, it, that's a big deal. Because I think that there is this thought that – and I know it's a stereotype, and it's been around historically forever, is that – Young black kids don't like the police. And the reality is, is that with that stereotype, yes, there are some that will fall into that stereotype. And yes, that's true. That's not everybody's existence. That's not everybody's story. Because if that was the case, Charles Adams Jr. would not be the head football coach at Minneapolis North High School. When I was a young person, one of my... um, Friends, she used to babysit me, Shelly Johnson. Her father was Officer Leo Johnson, who was tragically killed um, in a car accident in 1983. So, it, it not, and it's not to say that everybody is exposed to the police in the same way, because everyone's not. But I don't like the whole entire the blanket statement or the blanket stereotype that it's us versus them because it's not that way. I've said this before, that people need to understand that when that whole defund the police chatter was going on, what did I say? I said that ain't going to fly because the people that I know in North Minneapolis, the people I know in South Minneapolis, the people I know in Minneapolis, they ain't for that. Yeah, there might have been a few people that was talking that craziness. But by and large, no, nah, that wasn't happening. I, I said as much. And the voters said as much. 
So when we have people that spew out that type of nonsense, the, 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 I mean, the it just it's frustrating to hear. But I'm just so looking forward to to watching this. Um, and I'm pretty sure just knowing that Deshaun Hill is in it, he's a part of it, um, and then tragically he dies. Um, there's absolutely going to be some some tears. I already know that. But uh, I'm so happy that he came on and talked about it because I can't even imagine what it's been like for him and the kids that have been part of its program, the students at Minneapolis North, what it's been like for them over the course of the last several years. But uh, hopefully um, this will be a moment for Northsiders to look, to think, to reflect, and just be better. That's all we want to do is be better, right? All right, coming up next at the top of the hour, um, Vikings fans, there's only one thing I want to see done this weekend, and it's not about wins and losses. I want Kirk Cousins to sit. I want Justin Jefferson to sit. I don't want them playing against the Chicago Bears. Your thoughts, your opinions, your reaction next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 